You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. Hey, we're going to get into the Word this morning. You can stay standing because uh, on Connect Sunday, what we're doing is we've identified three legends who are going to be preaching to us here this morning. And each of these three are connect leaders. Each of these three are passionate about community and not just talking about it, but they do it. They disciple. They love people well. And our connect groups are places for good, great friends, some really good food, hopefully. Come on, somebody. Come on, some good food and, and growing in our faith, maturing our faith, getting discipled, doing life together. And, and these three do that so well. We've got Loren Tuggle going to be preaching in a moment. We got Sarah Desert. Come on, somebody. The closer, Pastor Jesse Sullivan. And... Uh, uh, Sarah, we were just noting that your husband also has muscles on his elbows. Uh, that is, uh, that's a feat of some kind. I didn't know you could grow muscles there. That's amazing. That's what happens when you do. How many Murphs in are you? 331. A Murph a day for 331 days. So don't believe those ads that lie to you that say you can look like this in 30 days with a 10-minute-a-day 10, 10 workout, okay? This 330... Man! I'm only just talking about it because I feel guilty uh, about my current fitness plan, so I'm trying to deflect it a little bit. But um, we're uh, it's a workout. I don't even know it. Uh, it's just tough. It's difficult. It's very, very difficult. Loren does them too, so I think she'll, she'll be able to tell you guys in a minute. Um, but we're, we're, I want you to cheer and I want you to amen in. These are our three leaders. Anytime somebody is asked to come up on the stage to preach the word, uh, they're not just being asked lightly. They're being asked because they don't just have something to say, but they carry something that they're going to be able to bring into positive. So I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to lean in. I'm, le- I'm ready to receive the word of the Lord this morning. So let's get it started by welcoming Pastor Loren Tuggle. Murph is. What's a Murph? Do you guys know? It's something awesome that makes you have muscles in your elbows. That's cool. Good job. All right. Well, you guys are dismissed. We're going to get right into it. But again, like Pastor Samuel said, I don't take these opportunities lightly. I want to honor, even though they're not here, Pastor Matt and Michaela Hubbard, the best campus pastors ever. We are blessed, and also Pastor Jurgen and Pastor Leanne. You guys can clap for them. There, there aren't very many churches that share the platform and stage, and that's what our church does, which makes this church so amazing. And uh, so anyway, I'm Loren. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> um, if you don't know me, um, this is my husband, Matt Tuggle, up here. <laughs> We've been a part of the church now for, in June, it's going to be 10 years. 
and we have been pastors for about almost seven years. So we love this church so much, and uh, we've learned so much coming into it. But today is Connect Sunday. We should be happy. This is a celebration Sunday. If you're not happy yet, I'll get you happy and excited. Don't you worry. But uh, we are talking about connecting to God, connecting to, to others. If you guys see a little green card, do you want to just hold it? Put it in your hand. Give it a little kiss. <laughs> Why? Because this card is going to bless you. This is going to be your ticket to blessed relationships. You're going to be flourished because of this card, okay? So hold on to that card. Get a pen. Take a pen out of the back, back seat. We don't mind. Anyway, so I'm going to share with you my journey with Connect Group. And uh, the title of my message is From Luis to Loren. I'll explain. It's not going to get that weird. <laughs> but I don't know if any of you have an alter ego. If you do, you can raise your hand if you're bold enough <laughs> to share. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Um, so I realized when I came to the church, I found out something about myself that I have an alter ego. And uh, it's this religious spirit that I had coming in. Um, and it, I noticed it because I was driving one day with my connect group leader, and this is at the very beginning, um, when we we're first coming, we're new to San Diego and all this fun stuff, enjoying the La Jolla waves. And I was driving with my connect leader, and all of a sudden, this car comes in, zoom, in front of us, and she stops, she slams the brakes, and then she said, oh, shh, IT. Yeah, you guys are quiet because I was feeling the same way. It was very awkward. It was very, oh my gosh, what just happened? I ran home and I was like, Matt, we cannot join this church. We cannot. There is somebody who, you know, supposedly a leader. Who's even watching over these people? They're saying a cuss word. God can't use people who cuss, especially leaders. No, this cannot happen, Matt. We need to go. We need to find something else. Oh man, it was bad. And so... There's your first introduction to Louise. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, Louise would pop out every once in a while. And so much so that that's why I was called Louise. So it's not like I'm just giving myself this name. People said, uh, it sounds like it's Louise speaking and not Loren. Shoot, you're right. I was so uptight. You know, I had things that restricted me. I felt like everything had to go. I was very black and white. Do, 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 do. And like I said, leaders can never mess up. They can't be per They have to be perfect. So then if that was the case, God can use no one, <laughs> right? <laughs> so welcome to Louise. I had a religious bondage to break through, but thank goodness for Connect Group. So we got invited to Connect Group. This is all at the beginning. First time, I didn't know what Connect Group was, so I had my big keyword study Bible and my notebook. I still have it today. It's the best Bible ever, but I brought it. I'm like, yes, we're going to get into the Word. And then I go in there, and, you know, they, they, have, they introduce us with, you know, to all these amazing people. People are laughing and smiling. They're, you know, standing around the kitchen whatever island, we're getting to know people. And I'm like, oh, oh, nice. This is, you guys are nice people. This is cool. 
And then we're like, okay, let's, we're going to start. So we all gathered around. I'm like, okay, I got my keyword study Bible. I'm new. So just so you know, I got the Bible. And, uh, and then they're like, we're going to start. And then they started playing all these games. And I was having fun. I was liking it. Not only did I like their food, but I liked their games. And I was having a lot of fun doing it. So much so that I left the party with a pinata on my head. <laughs> And I think I was skipping out, you know? I love Connect Group, this is so fun. We gotta go back. And so it was through that just life <laughs> that Louise started to start shrinking. Why? Because in Connect Group and connecting with other people here in the church, there's joy. Psalm 16:9 says this, my heart and soul explode with joy, full of glory. Even my body will rest confident and secure. And so in that confidence, in the joy, it created this environment, and this is what Connect Group does, is we have this environment of love and joy, and my, any weaknesses that we have or those you know, walls that we put up in front of people, those facades, who God didn't make us to be, they start shrinking down because you're now in this greenhouse environment of joy. And... Uh, and so we had people who cared for us. We finally did. And so this is how it happened. So Matt and I, you know, we'd get in fights. And usually I would um, hold it in. But uh, I all of a sudden started to see my connect group leader. It was actually Pastor Stacy Capaldi at the time. And I'd run up to her and say, Stacy, Stacy, Matt and I just got in a fight. This is what happened. And I would ravel out, it's something that I wouldn't really do before, but because of the environment, I was able to share and we're able to tackle those weaknesses pretty quickly and our marriage became even better for it. So 1 John 4, 18, 19, yes, you can clap. <laughs> love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment. But love's perfection drives the fear of punishment far from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. Our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. It, we have a loving church, loving community who want to love you, and those walls are going to break down. And uh, Proverbs 25 says this, a man of deep understanding will give good advice, drawing it out from the well within. So this is my final point from Louise to Loren. <laughs> so Louise went on a journey to first enter joy. And that was all because of you guys, because you had your smiley face on, because you gave me good food, because you had some games for me to play, and because you put a pinata on my head. <laughs> Louise started to shrink down because of fun and joy. And then, because of the perfect love that I was experiencing, it drove out my fear. The fear of Louise, that religious spirit, that religious side of me that was all entrapped, it started to flee away from me because I actually had love and wasn't fear fearful of punishment or judgment because that's what happens with the religious side. But I found purpose. And so that is the ultimate blessing that this card can get you to <laughs> is your purpose. Because when you surround yourself with amazing people who love you, it just draws out a purpose inside of you 
of things that maybe you were afraid of in the past, but now you're actually able to move forward in because you have the confidence, you have the support, you have this network around you that dares you to do things that you never thought were possible. And Louise wouldn't let that happen to Loren, but now no, it's from Louise to Loren. <laughs> Loren has purpose, and that is for you as well, that you're gonna be surrounded with people that draw that out of you. I wouldn't be a minister today if it wasn't because of you guys. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a pastor today if it wasn't for you guys. I wouldn't even be public speaking. I would say no to any opportunity because this used to just really freak me out. But, in all things that might scare you, God has a plan for you in the midst of all of that. So, amen? Yeah. Amen! <laughs> you guys are amazing. Very good. Well, get those cards out while you just stay standing because I get to, to welcome up. She's not only is an amazing worshiper, but she is a preacher, and she has a great word for us today. So let's welcome up Sarah Desert. Wow, thank you, Loren. That was amazing and uplifting and joyful, everything uh, you know that you are. So thank you, thank you. So it's funny that she um, mentioned that verse, um, perfect fear or perfect love casts out all fear, because literally that is the verse that I have been saying to myself ever since I was asked to do this today. <laughs> because it is a literal miracle that I'm standing here in front of you today. <laughs> And it's also amazing that, it, you know, they were talking about miracles today, right? You know, it, miracles still happen in these, in these days. And, and um, I am a living testament to a miracle, um, not just because I'm standing here in front of you, but also because I was one of those people growing up that um, I was very far from God um, to the point where I was even lost, you know, I, I, um, was, <sighs> so let's back up for just a second. So I just wanted to tell you guys in that when I went to college, um, I took a public speaking course and I literally dropped out because it terrified me to stand in front of people and speak. So, whew. This is me stepping out in faith right now, trusting God. So thank you. And I wouldn't do it in any other place because you guys are all of my family. So thank you, family. Um, okay. So I was far from God. Um, I was completely lost. Um, and I've heard it said from our pastors that the opposite of love is not hate. It's actually indifference. And so when I was lost, I wasn't hateful. I wasn't mean. I was just indifferent. You know, I just sat in the back of a classroom. Um, I tried to avoid any and all conversations with anyone. I didn't want to meet anyone new because meeting someone new terrified me. <laughs> Literally, I was terrified to meet anyone new. And I, I feel like that was obviously um, not from God. It was something that was trying to just keep me 
down because God knew exactly what he had planned for me was this up here right now, speaking to you, worshiping God. I was born a worshiper. I was born to, to speak to you guys because I have something to say because of what I went through, where I was, you know, I am, I have a testimony to share. And so the title of my message is A Move to Freedom. So one of my good friends um, recently asked me, mentors, John Day, love him so much. Um, He said, how did God's word come alive for you in your life? And that brought up a lot of questions, you know, for me. I I read the Bible every day. Um, I pray every day. And every day there's a new word that sticks out to me when I read the Bible. And in this past week, I... I saw three verses. One of them is in Genesis 2.18, which Pastor Jurgen um, said today. It is, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. So back when I was lost, I can see now that God was still there. He was still working on my life, and he was, he was working on my heart. And back then, he put... Um, me in the right places at just the right times. He put the right people in my life at just the right times that had something, you know, t- to bring to my life in, in the spot that, that I was in in that, in that particular moment. I didn't ask for it. You know, I wasn't praying back then. I didn't know Jesus, um, but he was still there working and he still put those people in my life to bring me to where I am today. So about four years ago, for where's my time up there? Okay. Um, so about four years ago, for no specific reason at all, our family sold everything that we owned. We lived in Kansas, um, and we decided to move out here to California. We had no idea why. We just said, we want to go. And, and I believe that God had put into my heart to move here, to be here on this, in, in this house so that I could, you know, start connecting with people. Um, completely going everywhere. Okay. So when we came to this church the first time, um, we sat in the back over there and we, um, would make fun of everybody. We would sit there with our family and we would, we would say, come on. <laughs> we would say, let's go. So good. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing because we were like, we had never seen people raise their hands in church. We had never seen anyone like shout down a pre a, a preacher or anything. We came from um, backgrounds with Catholicism. And so, you know, it was all about, you know, sitting quietly, standing up when you're supposed to. And there was very, it was very rigid. Um, and to see the freedom of this place, to see people coming down to the front, not only worshiping, but dancing. They were dancing. Their arms were raised up. They were singing. They were laughing for joy. And I was like, 
that's why God, you know, said when I was five years old that I needed to sing. That's why I started singing when I was five. That's why I got put in all these choirs. That's, that was God putting me in the place where I needed to be at in those, in the, in those minutes, in those moments. That's why I was in theater in high school. Like it all led up to now, you know, and it was so good. God is so good. <laughs> he is so good. It leads me to my second point. Uh, two minutes. Oh. Uh, there's power in your testimony. So in Revelation 12, 10 through 11 in the Passion Translation, and I have like 12 Bibles at home. <laughs> Because I'm so new to this. I like, I like look at every translation of every verse to see which one speaks to me the most. And, and I jump around everywhere. King James Version, whatever. Okay, focus. Then I heard, it says in Revelation 12, 10 through 11, says, When I heard a triumphant voice in heaven proclaiming, Now salvation and power are set in place. And the kingdom reign of our God and ruling authority of his anointed one are established. For the accuser, for all of those who don't know the who the accuser is, that's Satan. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who had relentlessly accused them day and night before our God has now been defeated. Come on, I want to hear a, yeah! The accuser has been defeated, cast out once and for all. Yes. And they conquered him completely through the blood of the lamb and the powerful word of his. Yes. I could drop the mic and leave the stage right now. I mean, that is incredible. Satan was completely defeated by his word, God's word, and our testimony, my testimony, not Pastor Jesse's testimony, not my testimony. Like we can, we can know that we have the power because we believe in him and we have our own testimony to share with each other. So even though, you know, I came from a place that was devoid of love and joy. I, where I am now is full of love and joy because of the people that I surrounded myself with because of the move, my move to my own freedom by saying, okay, I'm going to step out of what I think I know and into what he says I am into what he wants for me. Because he doesn't want me sitting in the back row, twiddling my thumbs, being quiet. He wants me standing on this stage, yelling the, the wonderful, amazing story of how he brought me from that. And he wants my joy. He wants to hear it. He, he wants to hear my shouts. I think all of us need to stand up right now. Okay. This is so not in my notes, but all of us need to stand up right now and we all need to shout for joy. We all need to say, Jesus is my strength. Yay! Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. I'm out of time. I did not even say two things of what I had in my notes, but 
I just want you guys to know that, you know, through 2020, just one more thing, through 2020, it was told for us to be silent, to be by ourselves in isolation. And, it, and, and we were told to do all of these things that were contrary to what God says. So what I say is to throw off your mask. I say to get around people who you can do life with. Get around people who can bring you out of the darkness and into the light. That's it. Okay. So Pastor Jesse, thank you so much. That was it. I don't know how I just did that, but by the power of Jesus, I got through it. So woo, thank you. Pastor Jesse, here you go. I love you so much. You know, Pastor Jesse, he is, I'm sorry, I have to give the mic over. Pastor Jesse is amazing. He has really been... <laughs> He has, he has been one of the, him and his lovely wife, Pastor Kat, have moved right across the street from me. So whenever I feel like sad or weird, I call them and go over there and they're like, here, have some wine. So I'm like, I have the best neighbors in the world. Okay, here you go. Sarah, I'll, I'll wire you some money for that, uh. That great compliment. Um, that is pastoral tip 101. Have a good selection of wine available. Ladies, you guys did amazing. Can we give it up for Sarah and Loren? You knocked it out of the park. Oh my goodness. And honestly, we have the most incredible pastors. Not just pastors, but leaders. And not just leaders, but pastors. There, there's some, thank you. There's some leaders, there's some leaders but not all leaders are pastors, and not all pastors are leaders, but in Pastor Matt and Michaela, we have uh, the finest, the finest shepherds that speak life into us. I know Kat and I, our life has been flourishing, has gone to the next level because of their discipleship, because of their love and care, and uh, I just wanted to honor them today. Well, it's good to see you guys. Yes, come on. Hey, the title of my message, I typed it up just so you guys know that I was prepared, but then I rewrote it in my, my doctor's script. So the title of my message today is The Miracles of Relationships. And what I wanted to share with you, um, if you didn't know, um, actually one of the first connect groups Kat and I were in was in 2005. It was at Pastor uh, Mark and Summer Peterson's house. So if you know them, um, and we used to do this eating contest. We had another friend of ours that would be there, and he was in the military, so Mark would always egg us on, like, hey, how much are you going to eat? And then he would go to Ben, hey, how much are you going to eat? It was like he had a wager going on. And by the end of it, we both were like, you know, have eaten so much we can't even walk straight. So, <laughs> But it was such a fun environment. Because it was around getting around people. And we didn't know what Connect Group was. We didn't know what the importance of it was. Um, and at that time, we thought it was, you know, an eating contest. It's like, wow, this is interesting. But you know what it was? It really was about building relationships. About getting to know people on a deeper level. And one of the things that Pastor Jurgen had shared last year was, if you're at Awaken Church, we want every person to feel this. We want them to feel known, loved, wanted, and needed. 
Those four things every one of us need. I was thinking about that. That's so important. Because if we don't feel known, if we don't feel loved, wanted, or needed, then it's so difficult to have transformation. I mean, how, I mean, you can learn a lot of things about what God said. You can learn a lot about rituals and tradition. But if you don't feel known, if, if people don't know my name, if they can't, they don't know that, I, you know, when my favorite, my favorite things, that what brings me alive, then, um, then I almost don't feel like I belong. One of the most valuable things. Isn't it true? Like if you just think about if you if you've had any level of success and you're like, wow, um, that's nice. But who do I get to share it with? So it, that's the, that's what we want to know. That's why we're doing connect groups. That's why we're promoting this, because we want uh, each of us to be in a connect group. And I, I would I would in my thought, I was like, well, as a pastor, do I go to a connect group? And I was thinking, well, and then God would say, well, is do you work for the church or are you part of the church? I'm like, well, I'm part of the church. Don't strike me dead. Don't strike me dead. I'm part of the church. I'm a volunteer in the church. So don't. Um, but I was thinking about those, those needs. And, um, you know, um, one of the things when we were kind of first going on in, in the testimony, as Sarah was saying, that it's a, it's a journey. We're always, our testimony is always enlarging. It's always increasing. But one of the things that I always felt um, insecure about is, you know, what, what value could I really bring? Why would anyone want to know me? Why would anyone want to know me? And then the second, the second thought that I struggle with is, what's the point? If nobody, I mean, if there's no value for me to be, to, to know anyone or for someone to get to know me, then what's the point? What's the point? I want to share this great story uh, with you all about the prophet Elisha. The prophet Elisha. So now, this is in 2 Kings um, 4.8. Now it happened one day that Elisha went to uh, Shunem, where there was a notable woman, and she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was, as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. And she said to her husband, now look, I know that there is this holy man of God who passes by regularly. Please let's make a small upper room on the wall and let us um, put a bed there with a table and a chair and a lampstand. So it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. And it happened one day that uh, he came there and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi, his, his servant, call the Shumanite woman. When uh, he called her, she stood before him. And he, said to, and he said to him, so now to her, look, you have been so concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you, do you want me to go speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the armies? She answered, no, I dwell among my own people. So he said, what then is there to be done for this woman? Then Gehazi answered, he said, actually, she has no son and her husband is old. So he said, call her. When he called her, she stood at the doorway. Then he said, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. 
But the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come, which Elijah had told her. My revelation on connect groups was because I didn't feel like I was worthy to be known on a deep level. And what the point was, what's the point? What's the point? What God told me was you bring breakthrough to every person you know. You bring breakthrough. You strengthen something around people. You bring such great value that you, you help bring breakthrough to the people that you get to know. The second thing that I get to do is bring celebration. Breakthrough and celebration. So I help increase the value of people's life, and then I help them appreciate that victory. And I think that is not the only thing about Connect Group, but I think that is a very big thing and a big reason why each of us need to be in a Connect Group. It is not so we can keep track of everybody like we are the NSA. It is not like, like where are our people on Wednesday night? <laughs> you know. But it is so there's a deep relationship. There's a growth that all of us, say it with me, are known, loved, wanted, and needed. I'm believing that every person in Awaken that calls Awaken Church their home, they're in a connect group. From the pastor all around, from the pastors all around, not one person would feel unwanted. That 2021 is gonna be your greatest year in relationships, in development. The dreams inside of you, the gifts inside of you are going to be unlocked with relationships. Do you know that? That it's actually, your dream is actually connected to somebody else in the church. And it is held in the, in the treasure chest until you can connect with somebody that has the key that can unlock it. But until you can, it is almost left dormant. But I'm, what I'm saying to you is don't let 2021 be a year where that dream is locked in the chest get unlocked so you can flourish so you can be blessed you can be a blessing to others god's got great plans for you all he's got great plans for you all so getting connected is is the big thing getting connected you know there's there's you know it, it would all be meaningless if um after this life there wasn't a promise to go to heaven and the, the greatest connection that I can introduce you to is a relationship with Jesus Christ. That you for yourself, not because for somebody else, like it's good for them, but it's good for me and my family. You for yourself would have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You would call him your Lord. You would call him your savior. You know, in Ephesians, it says this, it says, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption. Predestined adoption. So before sin even entered the world, God said, I'm sending my son, and he is going to be the, uh, the bridge, the connector to me and my children. And I, I would, we, we don't want anyone to leave. Um, this service or um, leave awakened uh, awakened service without knowing hey I had an opportunity to give my life to the king of kings the lord of lords to transform my life that Jesus actually says the bible says that he comes to take on the curse to be a curse so he removes the curse from our life how powerful is that the greatest gift 
the greatest gift. I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to know to, to get this gift? Who do I need to persuade? Who do I need to bribe, Sarah? So who, do I need to, who, who do I need to convince? The convincing's all done, my friends. The convincing's all done. That all we have to do is say, okay, I'll receive this free gift. I'll receive this free gift. So would you bow your head? Would you close your eyes? Because I want to give everyone an opportunity, a fair opportunity. Now you may say, hey, you know what? I've been in church my whole life. I know the gospel. I know the Bible from front to back. I can, I can, um, I can tell you everything that the book says. But you know what? I don't actually have a personal relationship with Jesus. Or it's been a while and my life kind of got away from me and I actually need to rededicate my life. I've got to get reconnected to Jesus. And I want to do that right now. I don't want another day in 2021, another day in my life to pass by without being connected to my Lord and Savior, to have complete freedom, to know that he is mine and I am his. If that's you today, would you, would you boldly put your hand up while everyone's head is bowed, eyes are closed. It's just us. The Bible says where two or more are gathered, there I am in your presence. So our Lord and Savior is here right now looking like, would you, would you, would you respond right now? Would you respond right now? Thank you. Thank you. There's hands going all around. Leave them up for a second just so our team can see. Thank you. But just telling him that, you know what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the wrong that I did. I don't want this brokenness. I don't want this curse. I don't want this sin. I don't want to be this separation from the Father. I want to be renewed. I want to be renewed. I want to be yours. I want heaven to be my home. I want to be an ambassador here on earth. I want to receive your Holy Spirit. Anyone else? Just another, just another few seconds. Anyone else that you that you just feel like, you know, there's just a void between me and my heavenly father. And that's why he sent Jesus, his son, to capture us. I'll tell you what, that your um, your life will be transformed in this moment because you are gonna move from a place where it was on you to now everything is done in victory for you. You're going to be living in victory. Last chance, last chance. Anyone else? All right. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Come on. Well, we had a handful of hands. Can we, can we applaud? Can we recognize? They say in heaven, they are applauding, they're praising, they're celebrating. Because this is what our Savior did. He left heaven to come rescue us. How amazing is that? Well, if you put your hand up today, I'm going to pray with you, but we uh, have a friend here that has a gift for you today, a Bible and a, a book called Following Jesus. It's going to help you walk through, answer some questions, but we want to get to know you. Our team's going to be praying with you, and we are so excited. We're so thankful for you. It is going to be incredible. So why don't you just repeat after me? Heavenly Father, Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for removing the curse from my life. Thank you for adopting me. Thank you that, G uh, that heaven is my home. That I belong to you and you belong to me. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.